0: Hello, my friends, Kingdom Builders and Kingdom Connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. The Holy Ghost, right? We need to be baptized in the spirit. So understand that the only way we are saved, we are saved by the grace of God, but it is through the operation of the spirit of the Lord. So if you'll get on the board with me real quickly and go in your Bibles with me to the book of Titus, I believe it is chapter number three, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, It just kind of dropped in my spirit. Because I really wasn't going to go to this verse first, but I wanted to go to this verse here uh, where it talks about we are not saved by any works of righteousness, which we have done, but by the washing and renewing and regeneration of the spirit of God. So again, uh, that's the only way uh, salvation can come into anybody's life. That's why I said unless the blood of Jesus Christ is applied and the grace of God is received, we cannot be saved, folks. So how does God actually do this? And I'm not going to preach long today, but I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to do what he has to do. Again, we thank God for uh, Pastor Steve and and Pastor Terry. I know both of them are out today. Pastor Steve also, you know, many of you know, uh, being uh, over in Kenya doing missionary work. Uh, doing apostolic work, actually, uh, what God is calling them to do. And I thank God for him. One thing, and I, as we get into this, one thing I thank God about, I told you this before, even when we, uh, uh, again, uh, uh, when, you, when you call them, ordain them or uh, install them as the pastors here, because there are not a lot of people in this hour, since Evangelist Angie, that are willing to take God's assignment for the fact of God's assignment. In other words, what I'm saying is, as I've been preaching this long time, uh, this gospel and the things of the gospel, sometimes people won't obey God unless there's an advantage for them. Right. And unless there's something that they know that they're going to uh, get out of it, they, they won't just obey God. But I told Pastor Steve and Terry this uh, privately as well as publicly. I'm very godly proud of them because when the assignment of God came open, They willingly stepped into it, believing that God would give them what they needed to do in order to fulfill the assignment that God has put in on their lives. Folks, uh, and I'm going to get into this, I'm going to move, I'm going to be talking kind of fast, so y'all got to just kind of keep up with me. Evangelist Angie mentioned the fivefold ministry, or what we call the ascension gifts, right? Out of Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verses 11 through 16. And as he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men, talking about Jesus Christ. And he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Why? For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into that unity of the faith, unto a perfect man, unto the full measure and stature of Christ. So these gifts that God gives, the anointings and these gifts, he gives them based upon what he has desired and designed us to be. So every ascension gift is given by the Lord. And he does not differentiate between the gifting of and the anointings, but he said they are gifts given by Christ. So again, no one can look or think that they are greater in essence than anyone else. Because even in the fivefold, he said he gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, he gave some evangelists, he gave some pastors, he gave some teachers. So the gifting that is given, whatever is given, it is given by Christ. So I can't, whether I'm an apostle, whether I'm a pastor, whether I'm an evangelist or teacher, I can't look at any other ministry gift and look at it with disdain or look at it with inferiority because it still is a gifting given by Christ. Can you say amen right there? See, this is where the church has messed up, and I'm trying to not to get off track here. But this is where the church has really missed it because people, well, well I'm this, so you need to do like, you know, I'm, I'm that. Let, let me just put it that I'm the apostle, so you have to do everything I say. Well, no, no, that's not what God said. God said he gave the gift for the edifying of the body of Christ, for the equipping of the people of God so that the people of God can do the work of the ministry in the earth and allow God to be glorified and so that the world might know that Christ is the only Redeemer and the only Savior. Can you say amen right there? So it's not our job. As an ascension gift to stand up here and say, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me and, and, and support me and do this for me and do that for me. That is not if you have truly been anointed by God with an ascension gift, then that gift is always going to be about equipping the people of God and getting them ready to become what God has called them to become. Can you say amen? So let me let me let me back up here because I feel the anointing coming now. So that's what we are here to do. So I'm so godly proud, again, of Pastor Steve and Terry because they took that and they said, listen, we are going to go forward with God understanding that we don't know everything. And we don't know every. but what one thing we do know is we know how to lean on God and we know how to submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit and we know how to allow God to place in us and around us all of the people that we need because folks as evangelist Angie said before we get into this it's not about building a big uh, name for yourself this is about the work of the ministry right it's about the edifying of the body of Christ see we are supposed to come to such a place to where everybody that is in here is walking in absolute victory glory to God somebody say amen right there I'm talking about you have absolute victory spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, in your relationships. You are walking in absolute victory. Say amen. The devil can't do anything to stop you from being who God has called you to be. And until we get to that point, from the front to the very back, then our job is not done. Say amen, somebody. Y'all don't make me preach here now, y'all. Y'all kind of quiet today. (laughs) Glory to God. So, so, so that's what God. So, what I'm saying is, how are we going to do this, brother? So, how are we going to get to that place where God really wants us to be? We're talking about doing the work of God according to the scriptures. Who is God? Now, watch this. Jesus came to reveal the Father to us, and He told the woman at the well. He said, "Woman, believe me, the hour is coming." And now is that the Father is looking for true worshipers. Watch this. Now that's what God is looking for. Jesus came to reveal the Father to us. He said, The Father is looking for true worshipers. And He said, They that worship God must do it how? They must do it in spirit and in truth. Because Jesus again comes to reveal the Father. He says, For God is a spirit, He's not flesh. He's not a mind. He is a spirit. And if I'm going to worship God, I'm going to have to worship him in spirit and in truth. So the Father in creation, Son in redemption, Holy Spirit in manifestation. Some Many people call it, again, the uh, the Trinity. Again, God manifested himself in three main ways, right? Because there is one God, Father of all, above all, in all, and through you all. Now y'all got to just up with me because I'm I'm talking now. <laughs> Glory to God. So now watch what I'm saying. But the Father is the creator, the Son is the redeemer, and the Holy Ghost is the operator. Same Amen. So what I'm trying to tell you is this: Did y'all catch that? See, people get all mixed up on the Trinity. You don't know, ain't got to get mixed up on the Trinity, right? You get God is the Father and God above all. So watch this. But He sent His Word, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Right? God among man, Emmanuel. Glory to God. But then even Jesus had to show us that as the human experience goes on. We're going to need the spirit of God to operate in the earth to bring heaven to earth so that we can fulfill the request of his prayer that said, when you pray, pray like this. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus is our example. He's our example of everything that we see. Whenever you see the life of Jesus on the earth. That's exactly how the Father wants things to be. When you see the life of Jesus operating in the earth, that's how you and I are supposed to be operating. So he is our example. So watch what I'm saying. I said Titus chapter 3. Hopefully you got it on the, on the board. Verses number 4 and 5 and 6. Real quickly. And then we're going to move on and try to get into this here today. I know I've already been talking, but I just want to show you something because this is how important it is. But after the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, thank you Jesus, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through who through Jesus Christ the Savior so I can only be saved by the washing and the regenerating and renewing of the Holy Ghost you say well doesn't the blood of Jesus have something to do with that absolutely but it is the Holy Ghost that takes the blood of Jesus and that you confess as Savior and Redeemer, and that Spirit of God begins to use that blood and washes you and regenerates you and renews you. So that's why it's so dangerous for us to have a gospel, first of all, with no blood, glory to God, and a gospel with no Holy Ghost, Say amen. Because these are the things that agree on earth, the Spirit The water and the blood. Glory to God. And these three agree as one. So if you don't have the blood, my God. And if you don't have the spirit, glory to God, I would declare, say, that you probably really are not born again. Say amen, somebody. But you might have had a religious experience. You might have had a good, amen, religious outcome. But I'm talking about the spirit of the Lord causing you to have what they call the new birth. It is more than just being a good church member. It is more than being a good church member in standing. Right? God has something that He has designed you to be from the foundation of the earth. Can you give Him some praise right there? Come on, clap your hands and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. So, washing, regenerating renewing that doesn't happen just one time in your life there has to be a continual washing of the regeneration of the holy spirit see because we live in a world that has fallen we live in a society that will tell you certain things are okay well it may be okay by the law of the of man but doesn't mean that God is still good with it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, church, you and I are supposed to hold forth the eternal word. You and I are supposed to be the standard bearers of what truly is righteous and what truly is holy. But Father, you—I mean, Father—but brothers and sisters, you and I cannot do that except we have a strength that is above and beyond ourselves. Listen, we are supposed to be righteous in the presence of God. We are supposed to live righteously amongst the believers. You and I are supposed to live holy. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy, saith the Lord. But you and I cannot be holy without the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come on, um, let, let's just get real with it here. See, because the stand, you're, I'm not your standard and you're not my standard. The standard is Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. And God is going to bring every work into judgment based upon Jesus. Yes. Not based upon your church affiliation. Well, you know, we, you know we're Baptists or whatever. We don't really believe in the spirit like that. That don't make no difference. Well, we're, you know, whatever the case is, we're this, we're that. It don't make no difference because Jesus is the standard. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So with that being said, let's go to the Gospel of Mark, chapter number one. I told you he's our example in everything that we do, right? So if I'm going to live this life the way God really wants me to live it, then I'm going to have to do it the way Jesus did it. And I'm going to have to follow in his footsteps, well, let me show you how Jesus did it. So none of us, no believer, no true Christian can be a real Christian without the baptism, without the renewing and regenerating of the Spirit of God, glory to God. See, if you don't, if you don't get excited when people start talking about the Holy Spirit, then I wonder what your experience with God really is because that's the only way we have been changed. That's the only way that we have been transformed. That's the only way that we have come into a knowledge of this new life. Glory to God. He's taken out of our heart a stony heart and putting a brand new heart within us. Glory to God. And how did he do that? He did that by the spirit of the living God. Glory to God. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Praise God. Let's go to the gospel of Mark. Praise God. Glory to God. don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Lord have mercy. Talking now, we're going to move quickly here, so you got to just keep up with me. John, he's talking about John the Baptist here in Mark chapter 1, and it, verse number 6, And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins, and he did eat locusts and wild honey. I would say that's pretty unorthodox for a preacher. <laughs> Eating locusts and wild honey and clothed with camel's hair. I imagine if John the Baptist showed up, he wouldn't be allowed to preach in many of our churches today. Because he just don't look, he didn't look wild. He look, come on now. <laughs> he don't look, he don't look right. You know, this man is crazy. Look at him, look out. He out there preaching out there in the wilderness eating locusts. And John, verse number seven, and he, and preached. now John's preaching now, saying, there comes one mightier than I after me, the latches of whose shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water, Mm -hmm. but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Now this John now, now John says this. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, (laughs) he saw what? The heavens open. And what happened? And the spirit like a dove descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven saying, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. One more verse, and then we're going to move on here. And again, immediately the Spirit drive him into the wilderness. All right, now watch this. Jesus is our example. Remember last week I shared with you in Matthew 3 that he said, John said, listen, I need to be baptized by you, and you're coming to me to be baptized in water. And Jesus said, listen, we got to do everything right. Suffer it now so that we may fulfill all righteousness. So he baptized him. And now we're going to pick up the gospel from in Mark's view. And he says, after that, all of a sudden, Jesus goes down in the water. Amen. Comes out of the water. Lord have mercy. And the heavens open. And the spirit of God floats down or whatever you want to call it. Like a dove and lights upon him. Glory to God. Now, wait a minute. Now, now all of a sudden, after this baptism, The father speaks from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What I want what I submit to you, people of God is understand this. Jesus had not done one miracle, he had not raised nobody from the dead, he did not preach one sermon, he didn't do anything yet, but yet at the baptism, at his fulfilling righteousness, and receiving the Holy Spirit of God, amen, the Father says, he is my son, and I am well pleased by him. Ooh, what am I saying? Glory to God. See, people, they, they, they try to skip the process. They try to go out and do ministry. They try to go out and do this. What am I'm called to do that. called to do this. But they have not yet been endued with power from on high. Say amen, somebody. The Bible told us, Jesus said, listen here, go into Jerusalem and tarry like I told you and wait. For the promise of the Father that you have heard of me, he said, "Do not leave until you be endued with power from on high." This is the promise of the Father that I'm going to send to all of them that will obey me. Come on, say Amen right there. Clap your hands and give them some praise. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb! Oh yeah, he he. The Holy Ghost going to penetrate some of us. Some of us have been so staunch in our ways that the Holy Spirit has not allowed, have been allowed. To move upon us like he wants to. But God's, let me say, can I get a little country? God's fixing to change all of that. Yeah, because this is the hour of the Holy Ghost, folks. You better hear what I'm saying. This is the hour where the Spirit of God is going to manifest in such a way. And he's going to do it through you. Somebody say amen. amen. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I agree with that. Alright, cause some of y'all, y'all, y'all see he ain't got he's still working on you. He's still working on you, but let me tell you something. Can I get can I give you a little secret? Let me tell you something. It's best just to surrender. You cannot win a wrestling match with God. Come on now. You and I can't do it. We cannot wrestle with God and continue to be prosperous in life. All right. Hallelujah. He says, so, so what happened? The Holy Spirit was the first experience. Jesus is our example. And then what did the Holy Spirit do? It drove him into the wilderness. It didn't say the devil took him out there. It was the Spirit of God that led him out into the wilderness. What am I saying to you people of God? And for you that are watching on Facebook and everything else. See, God is not about just making everything easy for your life. That's not what God wants to do. God wants to get his image and his glory in and out of your life. Until we look like Jesus, God has to continue to train us. He has to test us. He has to put us through that process of perfection, that process of transformation. And that transformation is not going to be complete until the day of Jesus Christ. And in that transformation. Process that means you he, he got to get you to the point where you can't depend on nothing and nobody but him. Glory to God. Just like Jesus when he went out in that wilderness he could not depend on any food he could not depend on anything else he could not depend on anybody else helping him but he had to be out there with the Father and and, and with the word of God and when he was tempted and tried by the enemy. Glory to God. The enemy did three temptations. You know he said turn the bread or turn these rocks into bread right? Jesus said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Glory Glory to God, he said he took him up to a pinnacle of a temple. He said, Cast it. He tried the devil tried to use the word on the word. You know that wasn't gonna work. He said, Cast yourself down, and he misquoted the scripture because God said he'll hear his angels charge over you unless you dash your foot against the stone. But Jesus put the word on the word, amen, because he is the word, glory to God. And he said, Listen, man, he said, Listen, it is written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Can you say amen, somebody? Then Amen. The devil tried him again. He said, listen here, all of this natural stuff and all of the kingdoms of this world have been delivered unto me because of Adam's disobedience. And he said, if you fall down and worship me, he said, I will give you all of this. But Jesus understood that he is already the king of kings. He's already the Lord of lords. He's already the Alpha and the Omega. My God, I almost feel like preacher. He's already the son of the living, of the blessed one. He said, listen here, it is written Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve. Same answer, my. Almost feel like preaching. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo-wee. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. My God in heaven. But see, Jesus said, no, 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 no. He said, get thee hence, sir. Listen, so now the devil leaves him, but I want to pick up the gospel real quickly in Luke, the fourth chapter, because I want to show you something. These are all aspects of people telling us different parts of this one story. So now Luke going to bring out another part, and we're going to pick that up in chapter four and verse number 13. Real quickly, my God, we moving fast. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I'm saying we got to follow in Jesus' footsteps. So the first thing that you and I have to do is we have to fall in love, amen, with the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Falling in love with him over and over again. Glory to God. I keep falling in love with him. Over and over, over and over again. Glory to God. Amen. So watch this. Luke chapter number 4 and verse number 13. We've got part of the story. Let's keep on reading. And after that, it says this. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Now, this is the part that I want to get to, the good part. Glory to Well, it's all good. But and it says, and Jesus returned. What? Are y'all with me? I haven't lost you. Have you? Come on, I need some feedback here. I'm trying to get this in. Glory to God. Now I could preach all day. Now I could preach. I literally could, but I'm not going to do that because folks, folks ain't ready. Son say. <laughs> folks get tired and they're ready to go eat. Cotton patch. Say. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. You know? Glory to God. Come on now. See, when you learn how to fast and pray, you don't have to have cotton patch. Say amen. You can amen. preach the word all day long. Amen. Thank the Lord. Say <laughs> amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. But how did Jesus return? The power, the power of the Spirit. Of the Spirit. Yes, sir. Not, I'm Jesus, so is this going to work? Cause just because I'm Jesus. You know, I'm Jesus, man. Hey, I ain't got to do nothing. I'm Jesus. You know what I mean? See, that's what people could. No, no, no. He's our example. Yes, he is. He returned out of the wilderness, out of the test, out of the temptation, in the power of the spirit. Not in, if you will, if you understand, not in his own power. In the power of the spirit. See, right now, as I'm talking, glory to God. Well, I know I felt that too. As I'm talking. Many people in the body of Christ are starting to give a revelation without even be saying a whole lot. We've been trying to do stuff in the power of Kenneth and in the power of the name of our church and the power of our denomination and the power of this and the power of that and the other. But even Jesus did whatever He did in the power of the Spirit. Uh, I glory to God. and that same Spirit is available. To you and I, yes, yes. but the Holy Spirit is not going to be in a wrestling match. But who wants to sit on the throne of your heart? Get off the throne and let the Holy Ghost sit there. Yes. Say Amen, somebody. Amen. Hallelujah! Can I just have to say it like I know how to say it? I don't know how else to say it. Praise God! I know you're smart and intelligent, and I have you have the degrees and all of that. And thank God for all of that. Thank God for your theological school and all of that. Thank God for all of the, you know, you all, you know, all the hermeneutics and the hermeletics and you know how to exegete the scripture and you know, you know, thank God for all of that. But Jesus came in the power of the Holy Spirit of God. (laughs) My God, heaven and heaven. And that's the only thing that can truly break the yokes of the enemy that has been placed on people's lives. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So that's why we don't need to try to be cute and try to be handsome and whatever have you and try to be all, you know, politically correct. Folks, Jesus was never politically correct. I mean, if we're going to really flow with the living God, you are going to be persecuted. You are going to be ostracized. You're going to be looked at as strange and and quirky and unusual. But that's all right. Why? Why? Because if you're doing what you're doing by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, nothing can accost you, nothing can hurt you, nothing can beat you down. Why? Because you are moving in the spirit of the living God. Watch this. Even if you are persecuted, right? even if you become a martyr, Stephen was one of the martyrs in the book of Acts and it said, listen here, he began to preach and they looked at his face like he was an angel. He said his face was lit up and even when they were stoning him with stones to his death of his natural body, he couldn't even feel the pain because he looked up into heaven and saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, I see the son of man standing at the power of the majesty on high glory to God and he said, Lord Jesus, don't lay this charge to their sin. Now somebody's stoning you to. The- and instead of you getting mad and wanting to fight back, all you can say is, Lord Jesus forgive them. Glory to God. That's somebody that has been full of the spirit of the living God. Amen. Say amen to mine. Amen. And God wants, to, brother, God wants every one of his people to be that. Stephen wasn't nothing but, as we say, he was just a deacon in the church. He was one of the seven that was chosen, hallelujah, to be one of the ministers of health but they said, listen here in Acts the sixth chapter. My God, I know I'm trying to put in a lot, glory to God. But in Acts the 6th chapter, they said the, the apostle said, listen here. We cannot leave the word of God just to focus on natural things. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, But well, what we want you to do is look out in the midst of the congregation. Seven men, full of honest report, full of faith, full of wisdom, and full. Of the Holy Ghost. See, see to God, see, God's church is, is not just an organization, it's an organism, it is a body. And so, no matter what you do in the body, you have to be connected to the source. And the source is the spirit of God. So they couldn't even be deacons, they couldn't even be a deacon unless they were full of faith, full of wisdom, of good report and full of the holy ghost now you can see why we have some amen in different organizations there are people stealing the money and doing this and doing that deacons and preachers and amen amen sneaking deacons and glory to god amen doing all kind of stuff stealing God's stuff doing bad stuff why because they're not full of the spirit of the living god come on you can't be full of the spirit of the living god and even if you slip up and go to the wrong side the holy ghost is gonna pull you right back and say you need to at you need to tell somebody that was wrong. You need to let somebody know that this is not the way. Glory to God. Yes. Hallelujah. My God. Yes. So we gotta open up the door yes. and allow the Holy Ghost to begin to have his place yes. on the throne of our heart. Yes. Stop trying to use intellect. And intelligence only. Thank God for intellect. Right. Thank God for intelligence. Right. But folks there is nothing that can compare nothing. to the leading and guiding yes. of the spirit of God College. because he knows what is and he knows what was yes. and he knows even what is to come. Yes. Glory to God. And he said will you let me be out front? College. So Jesus is our example. Yes, he, is. he said listen here uh, now that we, uh, Boy, I, boy I, I tell you I got so much for you but listen here Jesus is our example in, my, in Luke 4 again What does he say? He said he came back In the power of the spirit Went right into the temple and began to preach yes, yes, yes. He began to preach and they, and they gave him the book of Isaiah Yes, I think it's verse 18 and Luke 4 And he gave him the book of Isaiah And he opened up the place where it said The spirit of the Lord God Is upon me. Oh, I feel something here. I'm trying to tell you. See, now this ain't just for Jesus, and this ain't just for preachers, but this is for all of God's people. Would to God, as He as Moses said way back in the day, would to God that all of God's people were prophets. See, 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 I'm, I'm just gonna drop this in because we don't have time to develop this whole story. Remember when God told Moses, He said, get the elders here. And I'm gonna take the spirit. I'm gonna come down in the cloud of glory. See, God, God has really never changed. He said, "I'm gonna come down in the cloud of glory, and I'm gonna take the spirit off of that's on you, and I'm gonna put it on these seventy elders." And they're going to prophesy, and they're going to help you with the work. Glory to God. And Moses said, they called all the people, they named all the people, but two of the people weren't able to actually get to the appointed place, so they were still out there somewhere in the camp, but when God did what he said, they were appointed, and when God did what he said he was going to do, they were out there. They weren't even around the others, but the Spirit of God came on them, and they were out there prophesying and speaking for the Lord, and so people started running and saying, hey, hey, there's some God over there. Over uh-huh. their prophesying and stuff uh-huh. Uh-huh. and Moses said, would to God that all of God's people were prophets and that he would put his spirit upon all of them but folks, we are in that day now, glory to God, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, hallelujah somebody say amen yes. glory to God, I tell hallelujah, you. hallelujah. Yes. thank you thank you Lord yes. thank you Ooh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 <Woo>. <laughs> glory <laughs> to God man Amen. hallelujah Amen. Yes. so Jesus our example yep. he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me yes. because he has anointed me yes. to preach the good news to the poor yes. to heal the brokenhearted, hearted yes. recovering of sight to the blind yes. Yes. to set at liberty everyone To deliver everyone that has been oppressed and bruised by the enemy. To proclaim the acceptable year, the year of favor for our God. I don't know if you're able to, I don't know what verse is up to, but if you can get that verse in the Amplified Bible. I don't know if you can do that or not, but I want you to see this out of Luke 4, 18 and 19. But how's it going to happen, Brother Barnes? It's only going to happen through the Spirit of God. See, one of the problems for us at the body of Christ is that good has become the enemy of God. Right. Right. Let me say that one more time. One of the things that has happened in the body of Christ is that good enough has become the enemy of a God thing. Sometimes a thing is a good thing, and because it is a good thing, we never get to a God thing. Right. Did I make myself clear enough? Yes, sir. Right. It is. It's a good thing. So we just kind of settle down right there. Yeah. Yeah. But a good thing is only a step toward a God uh, thing. Yes, sir. Oh y'all. Oh, I, yes, do sir. I have a church here in this morning? Glory to God. And that's been a problem in the body of Christ. We've done a lot of good, and we've done a lot of good things in society. But what society needs more than just good is God. Oh, God. Yes. We need action from the Alpha and yes. Omega. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. Yes. Boy, I almost feel like preaching. I'm going to have to hold it up till Glory to God. Shata. Yeah. <laughs> so the Spirit of the Lord. Watch this. Uh, yeah. Can you get 18 as well? But I want the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives. Yes, yes, yes. Glory to God. And recovering of sight to the blind. To send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised crushed and broken down by calamity (laughs) folks that's what the spirit of God comes to do so I said notice what I said see good has kept us from getting to God because many of us have done better we have done well our lives are not that bad but do we have a God thing manifesting do we have the glory of the Lord being revealed in us and through us? And it's only going to be done by the Spirit. You know I started laughing with joy because your, I get, your spirit just at that moment, y'all started to agree with me. Y'all started to say, I, we get it, man. And so, But see, that's the problem. That's good. Thank you. Glory to God. So now we got to stop worrying about, oh, how they're going to look at us. They gonna, they already think you're crazy. They do. They do. You believe in the Jesus you've never seen. You're talking about a heaven you ain't never been to. Yeah. You're talking about your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. And you've never even seen the book. Yes. yes. So you're already crazy. Uh, uh, uh. So you might as well go all the way with Jesus. Uh, yeah. Glory to God. Oh. <laughs> you might as well. You might as They already think you're strange. They don't understand your ways. Especially when you forgive folks that did you wrong and you just say, Amen. Look, well, praise God, you know, God's gonna work it out to God the And they're like, man, you ain't gonna fight back. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna, you know, they blasted your name out there, you ain't gonna blast their name out there. No, why for what? Yeah. If God is my defender, I just get out of God's way and say, okay, Lord, you know, you know, that hurt. It did hurt, okay. but you know yeah. what, Lord, you go ahead. And the Bible said, the Lord said, Vengeance belongs to me. So you get out the way. You better look out, <laughs> I, folks. I'm not trying to. I'm, we don't curse people. We know, we don't do that. But I've learned this in my walk with God. You gotta maintain your heart and your. And sometimes you gotta really pray and you gotta, you know it hurt. It may it hurt. But you gotta say, Lord, it, I'm giving it to you. I give them to you. And that's why when He says, "Pray for your enemies," He's not just saying, uh, you know, trying to be uh, uh, slick or whatever. But God says, "Vengeance is mine. I will repay." So, amen, when, when, you know, when folks have done something, amen, and you get out of the way and God said, okay, I'm going to exact vengeance, man, you got to pray for them folks. You got to pray for them, Woo. that's right. Because when God executed vengeance on Egypt, nobody escaped. Nobody right. Last, real quickly, when, when God said, okay, Moses, I'm going to let my people go, get them some free. And when God said, I'm going to stretch out my hand. And when God said, listen, tell them, he said, put the blood on the door. And he said, listen, everybody in the house. That's in the house, under the blood. I don't matter them. Even if they're Egyptian, if they're in under the blood, the death angel won't get them. He said, but if they're not under the blood, he's going to go down through Egypt. And when he went down through Egypt with the vengeance of God, not one person escaped. Right. That's a whole another teaching for itself. But, but my point is, God is trying to work this thing out. All right, glory to God. So what Jesus come to do by the spirit of the Lord to do what? To proclaim the acceptable and sept- acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Yes, That's this day. Yes. Yes, he said these folks are not drunken as you suppose. Yes. But this is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel, that in the last days, God said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh, just like Moses said way back all those centuries ago, would to God that all of God's people were prophets. Glory to God, man, and that they could speak by the spirit of the Lord. And he prophesied it all through the Old Testament, all through Joel. He said, there's going to come a day that I'm going to pour out my, yeah, I felt it too, Pastor Mary. There's coming a day that I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh, glory to God. And he said, your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. Your old men are dream dreams, young men will see visions, and I'm going to pour out my spirit upon my handmaids." and on my mentors, and they shall prophesy. Glory to God. It's not for a special elect few, but it's for everybody that's thirsty and hungry for a God thing and not just a good thing. Glory to God. Say, God, use me. Do whatever you want with me. Bless me. Any kind of way you want to do it, God. If you need me, God, I'm willing. I'm able. Glory to God, I'm available to you to be your servant. Glory to God. Say, man, somebody, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Pour out my spirit on all flesh. Yes, yes. Now again, real quickly, Acts chapter 1. We got to move quickly. Watch this. Jesus told him, verses 4 and 5. He said, now still Jesus, our example. He said, listen here. He said, you're going to be baptized. John truly baptized you with water, but you're going to be baptized. Acts 1, 4 and 5. You're going to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. He said, but, but go and wait for the promise that you've heard it from me. Nobody else told you this. This wasn't a religious thing. This wasn't a denominational thing. Right. Jesus told the disciples, this is the promise that you heard it from me. That's right. And he said, I'm gonna baptize you. Cause John baptized you with water. Thank God for that. That's a good, that's yeah. fulfilling all righteousness. But he said, when I baptize you, <laughs> yeah, I, when I put you under, oh Lord. Now you gotta remember, he just like being baptized in water He was put all the way under And it came all the way out Folks, it, it, listen listen. I'm not getting into arguments, but I'm sorry Just by the very nature of the word baptized Throwing water on somebody is not Baptizing It means to immerse It means to submerge So you can get all technical and everything That's alright, you do what you gotta do Praise God, don't matter Because God's the judge of all But when he says I'm gonna baptize you in the Holy Ghost I'm going to submerge you. Uh-huh. Somebody about to get a fresh anointing today. I'll tell you. I can feel it, Pat. I'll tell you. Glory to God. And he says, I'm, he says, he said, this promise, you heard it from me. Are y'all, are y'all hearing me? He said again, John truly baptized you with water. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days he has go back to verse four. I believe it is. Glory to God. In verse four, yeah, there, that's one. I want you to see that written in the Scripture. He said, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise. Wait for the promise. Wait for the promise of the Father. I'm, I'm, I'm making my case like a Philadelphia lawyer. <laughs> I'm, I'm making my case folks Wait for the promise of the Father This is what the Father promised to everyone that will believe him and obey him This is what makes us different This is what makes us unified, Evangelist Angie This is what makes us one people It's not our culture It's the promise of the Father Glory to God And when the church really gets this right man when we realize that that is more important than anything else, glory to God, the church is going to become one nation under God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know we can talk about America. Well, you know, whatever. Glory to God. But we are a holy nation. A peculiar people. A special treasure. God designed it that he would pull people from every group, every ethos, every ethos, right? Every nation. And make one nation truly under God. And that is the church the body of Christ we are a holy nation but he said this thing you heard it from me this promise that I'm talking about I'm not talking about something Kenneth can give you I'm talking about what the father has promised to you now folks you can receive it now or you can receive it at any time but I'm telling you thank God for the church I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord. Why am I glad about that? Because this is a place where God can be freely spoken about and experienced. with nobody worried about how you're looking and what you're doing and what you're saying. And you're speaking in a language. I ain't never heard that language. What language is that? What is that? It don't matter. If you don't hear it, that's, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Because if I'm speaking to the Spirit, I'm speaking unto God mysteries in the spirit. My mind is unfruitful, but my spirit is elevated and rejoicing and getting drawn closer to him. Hallelujah. And, when I, come, and I that's a whole other teaching itself. If people don't realize you, your mind, but folks, our minds are so far behind God. It's amazing. But when God comes in, your spirit you can know stuff in your spirit that yeah. your mind didn't, don't even know is written in the word yet. Yeah. You, I, I remember real quick, and I got to pray. We're going to go home and get ready to pray. But I remember my wife years ago. Glory to God. She was just praying in the. And she didn't have no, I mean, I'm talking about, this is back in like 1990, somewhere around there. And she said, she was praying, and God spoke into her spirit. You know, she heard something. She didn't even know it was in there. And then she was reading the book of Proverbs, and bam, there it was. She said, that's what God was saying to me. I didn't even know that was in the Bible. Because he's the author. He knows every word, every jot, every tittle. He knows everything about everything. There's nothing that the Holy Ghost don't know. He knows. Oh, my God, folks. Come on now. Glory to God. (laughs) Well, praise God. And he'll give you wisdom and counsel concerning whatever you involve him in. Yes. Yes. Yes, he will. Ask Daniel. Ask the three Hebrews. God will give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding and all skill and learning. God, the Holy Spirit can do that for you. But we leave him on the outside. And we just try to use our intellect. We try to use our own ways. And then we get frustrated and we're wore out and tired and weary. And then you see people just backslide on God. I'm just tired. I've been trying to run this race <laughs> for a long time. But I'm just tired. See, when I right hear somebody say that, I already know what's happening. Yeah. You, you, you left either you left the Holy Spirit behind, yeah. or you're just not you're just totally ignoring Him. Yes. Folks, the Holy Spirit don't get tired. They don't get tired. That's right. Don't get tired. Young men shall t- get tired and utterly fall, but they that wait upon the Lord, yes. Yes. He shall renew their strength. Glory to God. How, what am I saying? I'm saying that today is an opportunity for you to get emerged. I'm talking about to get baptized <laughs> in the Holy Spirit. For this is the promise of the Father. Now, we don't have time to go through every scripture because, man, I'm just, I'm just giving you a little bit. Glory to God. But even in, in the book of Acts, as we, he said, he said, listen, go. this is the promise you heard from me. He said, this promise is going to give you power. Power Power to be a witness. Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Power not to get bitter when people have mistreated you and and used you and done you wrong. Right? The power to forgive folks that really don't really deserve forgiveness. You understand what I'm saying? God said, forgive them. I mean, they cut you deep, man. I mean, don't think that we, we, we get cut deep. But I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. He's one that can heal up the wounds quickly and give you the power to truly love and forgive them for real, for real. You know, like the kids say, FR, for real. <laughs> fry, fry. My wife doesn't understand that. But fry, fry. And so, yeah, for real, for real. God give you the power to keep walking along with him. So on the day of Pentecost, and we're done, we get ready to pray. On the day of Pentecost, they was out there, glory to God, They were all in one accord in one place. Praise God. The Spirit of God came upon them. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And all the people from all around the world said, wait a minute. Aren't all of these men Galileans that are speaking? He says, well, how do we hear each one of them talking to us in our own language that we grew up in? And they said, you know, different languages and whatever happened. And, you know, know, just like people that can't explain stuff, they just want to mock it. Right, they don't care. All these men are drunk. (laughs) These men are just drunk with new wine. Right, they're all drunk. They're already nine a.m. but they're drunk. Right, that's that's the that's the explanation. Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast as well as our weekly newsletter at www.livingwordcorsicana.org. Also, we invite you to join our national video call on the Zoom app. Our personal room number is 931 432 And the passcode is the number 2. Listen, God bless you. Have a supernatural day. And we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon.